So from Charlie to Chibs to me to Katie, we all sat around the campfire and let Venus do her thing. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. Welcome back. Oh, no, go ahead. You were going to say something. No, 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 no. Happy. P. New. New. Two words. Yes. Welcome back. Happy New Year's. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I love that show. Carter? Yeah. Fucking good, eh? Gabe Kaplan. You know, he was a professional. The guy who played teacher was a professional poker player. No shit. Yeah. And got into acting. Yeah. Gabe Kaplan, professional poker player after that. And a really good one, too. And then speaking of, I just watched last night again, one of my favorite films ever, Saturday Night Fever. John Travolta. Best. Him walking on that pavement at the beginning. Forget it. He got nominated for the Oscar. He didn't win it, but he should have. 23 years old. Baby. Can I That's like you, you and Charlie on Sons of Anarchy. Babies. Yeah, yeah babies. And he Did was. Did you win an Emmy for Juice? No, we didn't. You know that. Did I win an Emmy for Tig? No. We didn't even Did talk anyone win a fucking Emmy for that no. show? No. But the song no. got nominated. Who? The, the song. The song got nominated, bro. Might have even won. So I have a rule when we're watching these episodes before we go into our Happy New Year thing. When the episodes are on, if I even hear a second of the song, I have to hit skip. You know when it does skip <laughs> intro? And because like it, it'll it'll make me go nuts. And then at the end, right as the Reaper's coming up, I have to hit shut. I don't want to hear I, that last song either. I see the Reaper come about a quarter of the way up. Ah, eh, stop I'm it. Van did it. No. Can't hear it. Can't, can't hear the hear music. It. Won't can't do hear it. Music anymore. No, can't do it. So, uh, yeah, big, we're back. It's, uh, it's the new year. It's 2029. What year is it? Russell, Russell, I feel like I haven't seen you doing a show in 14 months. What happened? We've been away. We've been, been uh, away. We've been away in different countries. We've been, uh, we've Boonster. Been, we had the Boonster on. We had Boonster. That was really fun. That was fun. That was great. It was so good. It's uh, it's cold where you are right now, and it's cold where I am, and I'm home, and it's cold. Yeah, you're freezing where you are. You can hear my cedar fever popping through. You hear that? Yeah, sort of. It's not too bad. Not you too bad today. What it meant. Yeah, cedar fever. It's only in central Texas, but I got it's not it. really a fever, though. It's just they use that term. They use the term, I think, because it rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> cedar, no. fever. cedar. Cedar fever. Cedar um, fever. So it it was unseasonably Canadian cold here. It dropped from 81 to 23. Yeah, that's so fucking coldy droppy. Yeah. So did you get any snow, by the way? No, they had snow that really, you know, the snow thing happened that one time when I wasn't here when I was filming last year. So everybody was really nervous about that. Yeah, and all the all the electrical stuff quit. Meg and I were out last night when it was still like 38 late night in our in our sweatsuits and our Crocs. And we were wrapping up the <laughs> we were wrapping up the the vegetables and the vegetable <laughs> garden. I was getting rocks the in my crock Crocs and the bottom of your toes. I was I getting rocks it. in my Crocs because we have a lot of, you know, <laughs> gravel around. <laughs> I was getting rocks in the Crocs. And I love that you've gone to the Crocs side. Jeez. I'm wearing them right now. And uh, we had to wrap all, we had to drip the faucets and you know, the four P's when it gets really cold. Have you heard this? No, you're going to tell me when it gets, when the, when the cold fronts come in, you have to do, and let me get this right. The four P's are your people, your plants, your pets, and your pipes. Yeah, there it is. Got to get those pipes drained. Don't want them to freeze. They nope. freeze in your house. See you later. That's a lot of cash. See ya. That's a lot of cash. So we we had to take care of everything. So that's the way we're bringing in the new year. It's kind of interesting. The new year fell on a weekend. So everybody has these like days to kind of chill for a sec. You were enjoying your time as a recluse in yep. Canada with the family. I hide out pretty well, actually. Well, your hair is back. Your beard's back. Well, I'm, I, you know, I don't think I've said anything. You know everything about me, but I'm, I'm going to 
do another movie coming up here. It's going to take place. I'm not going to say much about it, but it's going to take place in the late nineties. So I got a, 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 Oh yeah. Got a, Oh, got a big accent coming up. That'll be fine. Mm. I'm the lead. Me and another Mm. gal are the two leads written by an Oscar winner. I'm pretty Mm. excited about the amazing writer. Amazing writer. We'll talk about that down the line. So yeah, my hair, I'm sprinkling salt and pepper. Starting to get gray finally. There it comes. Yeah, I got some gray. No, you don't. I do. And I got to tell you, I think I was looking on one of the security cameras at my house and it was really sunny out and I was walking <laughs> under the camera. I think I'm thinning out a little. I don't know what's going on here. You've been saying that for 20 years. I know. I get you. You know, have been 2000 with Coatsy, Coatsy. Hey, my mom called Coatsy? I don't know. Look, am I sitting out? I get the fuck out of here. What are you, 26? Get out, exactly. beat it. Well, for my next for the next film, which I'll be starting soon, I'm gonna be doing this very wild haircut, and I'm really excited about it. Something I'm excited about. for you to talk about it, actually. It's gonna be weird. It's another dark little tale. We're doing a couple of dark tales coming up, buddy. We got dark tales coming up. It's gonna be a dark time on Theory and Reaper Reviews. <laughs> Actually, the darker we play, the darker characters, like the more you know, sinister or whatever you would say, however you want to label it, uh, the darker tone of the of the moral compass of the character, if there is one, you would say that it's probably lighter when we do these because we need a release. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. You don't bring it in. It's like you leave all the darkness. No, set. no, gone. Stay away from me. Yeah, different. But no, my 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 guy. I'm excited for. I I actually started prep. I got my notebook right next to me. I do. You know, I use one of these for every character. I start my notebook. Yeah, you do. Start my notebook and I start my notes. I love then, those books, by the way. I've got a few of them myself. Me too. This was a new thing I adopted a few years back, and it's been really fun. I kind of have a little system with these books and the character, and it's going to be fun in this one. And, Do you uh, remember back in the day, Theo, when I think I was the only guy you knew that actually had a black book? Like I had a, a book with all my phone book. numbers. Amazing. From like 1978, and, and addresses all written down. And he went, no, this is a relic. A Don't relic. ever lose this. Coatsy. And it was in that same binder that you have there in that book. It's that same yeah. kind of book. Hard covered. Yeah. Marble notebook, they call it. Beautiful. I just found my old like phone book, which, you know, was like a phone book that held like your, like, you know, a personal one that held your credit cards and all that. But it's also a phone book on the inside. Sure. Fascinating. You know, it was, I was watching this show, Meg, I don't really I'm not good with watching stuff anymore. And I always tell her, I go, she goes, you know, can we watch a show together? I said, yeah, you can start it. I'll be sleeping in 15 <laughs> minutes, but go for it. Don't, don't mind when I fall asleep. So we started this great show last night that I was really into. And of course, about 18 minutes in, I'm, I'm gone. You're, You're out. But one of the lines the guy said to the little kid in the show was something along the lines of like, you know, what's your parents' number? And she said, she pulled out her phone and the guy said, you don't know it offhand. And she goes, does anyone? And I was thinking, that's really interesting, right? Nobody really knows anybody's numbers anymore. No. Nobody knows numbers. No, I, I remember every single number from Saskatoon when I was in high school, from my now wife, Diana, to my best buddies. I, they're, they're ingrained in my head. Yes. But, and I could stumble through yours and maybe a couple of my boys here. Like Maddie and Billy and stuff, but no, it's it's rough. I mean, and and that's the thing. We just don't know those things anymore because our brain, I guess, has been freed up to do other stuff. I don't or uh no, it's just technology. It's taking over that shit. Like I, I use it. I use the maps, I use the GPS for everything. I, I mean, I can be going down. Well, now, now I must say that that is like with me being in London those five, six times before I did Rooster. Yeah. Without that GPS, I'd still be in London today. <laughs> going around. Turn left, next roundabout, go around the half round, turn left. Then you'll ride kilometers through the trees over the ram seating. You will see ducks on the side, turn right around the round. Ra- Fuck off. Thank God I have you, baby, because I'm lost. 
Yeah, you got Jeeves <laughs> giving you the direction. Yeah, I'm so lost. That was like European Vacation. It's one of my favorite movies. When he was like, "Kids, it's Big not. Ben, Big Ben, Parliament." He keeps going around, <laughs> "Big Ben, Parliament." Um, yeah, I'd be lost. I'd be lost everywhere. <laughs> but no, we're back. Um, <clears throat> you like the little heart above my head, Rossi? Do you like my little heart? See my little. Oh mirror? yeah, I do see it now. You see that little heart above oh. my head, little peace sign. That's there you go. Sign. Yeah. A little bird on there. Little bird. Little bird. Little bird. Happy New yes. Year, buddy. Happy New Year, bud. We're back. We uh we had Boone as we closed out the year. It's uh 2022. Um, it's the year of unity. Oh, a few twos in there, three twos. Yeah. Year of coming together, like two ones make a two. Yeah, and, uh, good for you. Yeah. And uh we're going to kick it up a notch because we don't have much left on this Reaper review stuff, bud. This is the seventh episode of season six. Yeah. Which means we have seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, seven left, including the one we're going to do right now. And then we have 13 and then it's bye-bye. Is it 13 or 14 next year? Might be 14. I, I have no idea. Right. And then we'll have a few guests sprinkled in that we're talking. Oh, about. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a few that'll hopefully that we want to have on. We know who wants to come on. We know who we want. We want everybody. But do you, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think Maggie would come on? I love Maggie and I do talk to her. Um, and I think she's obviously, especially after this episode we just watched, is easily one of my favorite actors on the planet. Um, Without saying. Yeah, I think she would. I think she would definitely do this. She won't do an appearance, but she'll do this. For sure. I think so. I Listen, here's the thing. And we kept Boone in check. You, you and I are very honest with this whole thing. Um, listen, some people had very different experiences with the show than we did. Some people yep. had very different experiences than others. Some yep. people, even though it's however many years ago this ended, some people don't want to be associated with the show. No. Nope. Some people do. Some people don't. Some people are going to go to their mausoleum or their grave having a certain opinion on the show. And I remember back in the day when you and I, well, this came from you first and we started talking about who should we get on first. And we both said, well, let's get Sutter. Yeah. I mean, he, it's, it's his baby. It's, you know, let's get yeah. right. And I called him up and uh, he won't do it. He, he was so happy for you and me to do this. He was so fucking thrilled for you and me to do this. But he said, no way. I can't. I yeah, can't. He wanted to distance himself from the I, show. I want to I distance it. myself from the show. And so good for you. You know what I've never really understood? And, and I guess this is a thing in Hollywood. I remember when we were, and maybe, maybe this is something that I imagined in a psychedelic trip. I'll but tell you. Of, I'll tell okay. You. One of the things was I heard a long time ago that one of my favorite shows when I was a kid was Gilligan's Island. Loved it. Who one doesn't? season, two, maybe. I mean, it was just not Who doesn't? like. Who doesn't? I loved it, right? Thurston Howell. Um, yeah, but skipper to the so good. So good. That's why I really just enjoyed the if you get a chance. Star, the professor and Marianne. Love that show. So speaking of, and totally because you know we don't keep things as in a flow of consciousness, is uh did you watch uh Javier Bardam and Nicole Kidman in that being the Ricardos? On no, watch it. I will. Javier Bardem is a beast of an actor. He's a beast of an actor, man. Oh, my goodness. This is a role that I would, he, what he did with Desi Arnaz is incredible. And Can't wait. Show. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I only slept for like 30 minutes of it. So what I saw, I loved. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Eric Bana did this thing called Love the Beast about his car. And he made this movie and he was so proud. And he sent it to me and build a watch in America. Yeah. And we had the yeah. big night. And it was like 930, 10 minutes in, Billy's asleep. He's completely. <laughs> and I never woke him up. And I watched the whole fucking thing. And the answer, and Eric, the next day calls me, goes, how long did it take? And I went, what do you mean? How long did it take before Billy fell asleep? I said, 10 minutes. He goes, God bless. <laughs> God bless. I said, no, it was a record for him. 10 minutes. No, what I do is I put it on the next day when I'm eating. I'll watch the parts that I miss. Like I just watched uh, Megan Megan Hemi watch the movie Perlman's in. Don't look up the decap. I saw it. Me and Dice saw it the other okay. night. Okay, 
So I, I watched it. I fell asleep for the last mm, 30 minutes, 25 minutes. It was great what I saw. I loved it. Diana's giggling at you in the background. Yeah, I we, the beginning is great. The ending is great. The middle, not so much. Yeah, I just I fell right. asleep. I fell asleep. Yeah. It happened. And then what I did is the next day I watched it. I watched what I fall asleep for. So, <laughs> uh, how did you stay away from the Fridays back in the day, man? How did you stay away from those Friday nights, Saturday? Oh morning? man, if you remember, I used to drink coffee like crazy. Oh, like, like and smoke and those. Yeah, smoke, we smoke. used to smoke and drink, and it was a and different time. You gave I'm that just, up. I have kids now, and I have. I get up so early. I run every day. I'm exhausted, Kim. <laughs> I'm fucking. Hey, it's good exhausted. to see you, buddy. All right, it's great Come to on. see you. So, point is, um. He, the, I cut you thing, off. You're going to say thing about Gilligan's Island. So I remember yeah. hearing that Bob Denver didn't want to be associated with Gilligan. Right. And this is like pre me being an actor. And I was like, why wouldn't he want to be associated with something so iconic? And I guess as an actor, you and I are fortunate that we've played so many characters, 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 characters that actor, we get, character actor. Right. And we get associated with many characters. Not one. One might be bigger than ones, and and that might last for a moment, and then sure. you play another one, and someone goes, "Oh, you were great in this." And so we've never been in that position where it's just one. And I think that that probably is hard for people to who have. I won. agree. So I can't imagine what that's like, and I so I sympathize with them as not wanting to always be that if they wanted to expand more. But at the same time, what I don't sympathize with is this was something that gave you a lot of your life. This is an incredible piece of your journey, a chapter in your story. You should celebrate it. You shouldn't. Can I just add to that? I think not only are you correct, but I wanted to say that Denver just wanted another gig. He wanted another job. And everybody saw him as Gilligan because he was so iconic. It's like Charlie Hunnam oh, with Jax Teller. Yeah. When he finished that show, you know what he did for the next three years? Movie after movie after different, yeah. after shave his hair, accent, trying to get away from not celebrating playing Jax, but to play another guy that's not so iconic that people can't. I mean, for you and me, and this is a compliment to you and, and to me, I think, where people still, oh, hey, Juice. Hey, mm-hmm. Tig. But at least there's the bad bloods and the godless and the last Boy Scout that's yeah. come along with and your career. This yeah. thing that you just fucking finished this yeah. true story. True story Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. Juice yeah. who? Like that was just so fucking unbelievable, Ross. Yeah. You were so amazing as that. Thank so, but those are the kinds of things that you and I will continue to strive to do, not to forget people coming up and going, is that you, Tig? No, no, no. But I that's just part of the puzzle that I'm building before I finally say goodbye to this career. Yeah. And I think, I think in the case of some people, I think when they're on the poster and it's 30 feet high and it's in times square and it's that person. And it's like, you're the, the, even if people don't see the show, that's the show they recognize you from. And so I think that the, the distancing while I might not agree, I understand. So all I was saying, and this ties back to, it feels like an hour ago when we were talking about it is Some people just have a very different experience with the show. You and I have been fortunate. We've always celebrated the show. Back when we were doing the show, you and I did all a lot of the press. We would go do all the events. We were the only ones to do press early, and then everyone came in our coattails happily. Yeah, Yeah. Dom Pagone would you know put put you and I out there. Dom on here. We got to get Dom. I would love to get Dom on. No, we're gonna get Dom. Yeah, he'll tell a side of SOA that no one will ever fucking hear about. That would be really cool. We should get Dom sooner than later. No, no, we're going to get Dom right away. In fact, let me call. No. In fact, let's book in it. In fact, in fact, you know what? And it's funny because if you're listening to this, Dom Pagone was our, uh, well, how would you say? He was the head of the he show. He was head of media. He was head of the entire head of media, media thing of, of, of all of FX, but he was really on Suns. That I mean, was his was, show. Yeah. So he could really talk about what it was like on the Publicity, other side, the reaction media, to it. all that yeah. stuff. Dom oh, cool. was the guy let's that tried to herd all these wild kittens in a room. Oh my God. Oh, let's get him on. All right. So here we are. Here we go. Uh, this episode called Sweet and Vaded. Yeah. Is Vaded have anything to do with Venus or what is Vaded? 
Well, I'm going to make a stab at it. Sure. Um, Vaded is a word in the urban dictionary as well as a word from Shakespeare, the ending of something. But I found something where Vaded is like two people, one smoking pot, one smoking or one smoking pot, one's drinking alcohol. Two people, the 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 yin and the yang, the the smoking pot, the drinking booze. I don't know, but did Walton, did Venus say something about when they had that baby together? Uh, when 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 he yeah. was Vincent, yeah, that and they had Joey to, with the girl. Were they smoking and drinking? Was that, yes. is that well? Then I think that's what it means. Sweet and va- they were sweet invaded they were drinking smoking and guess what a, a little baby popped out and that's a lot about what this story that we're about to talk about is about um and that first of all let me before we get to it walton is extraordinary in this episode extraordinary okay extraordinary i think i think walt was nominated for stuff for this people's choice t- maybe or I something can't, i can't tell you Neither can I. But I, I, I could look it up real quick. <coughs> I'm really not sure. Extraordinary. And this is truly the beginning of Taking Venus. So uh, she is outrageous. Can I just say it's like, it's like the continuation of them, right? Like, but this is, incredible- the begin- this is the beginning. This is the arm on the shoulder. This, this is the arm on the shoulder. And this is where people start to figure out, you know, Tiggy Pants and, 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 and her. And yeah, there's something going on. Yeah. yeah and there's a line you say that is incredible that really i think went over a lot of people's head that i'm going to bring up later but okay okay so we open up with this montage we're back yep. now here we are the boys are cleaning up this clubhouse again tony medina kicked, killed it in this set the main Fuck focus did he ever yeah the main focus of this is the table right we're getting yep. that table out we're getting it cleaned up yep cutting to wendy and tara um what I thought was really cool here, and I don't know if it was just intentional, but it, well, I can't, it couldn't have been. The thing that I juice handed into the truck is the thing I actually have in my house, which is that uh, Reaper, the moment all the shotgun. The, yeah, isn't, that, isn't that bullets before brains? Isn't that? that no, one? it's the giant leather piece that says. Uh, With shotgun shells around the whole outside yeah, of it. Yeah. I can't remember what it says. Did it say SOA? I can't remember. No, it says Reaper. Uh, uh, don't fuck with me, Reaper. No, it says, um, I don't know, but I have it. And the, the reason I don't know what it says, is it's in storage because uh, it's sitting in. Yeah, no, it's in storage. No, I but it's those to, two uh, yeah. giant leather Beautiful. leather things with the Save those babies. In fact, you know, and I keep writing down here, you, you barely lift a finger. I go. Like Juicy's not even lifting a finger. The whole montage. You just know you do it. You do it. I haven't said anything in about six episodes. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything. No, I'm not talking. I don't care. And, you know, on those scenes, the reason I tried not to grab anything is I got smart. DL was always super over eager. He'd be like, I'm going to carry the couch. And I'd be like, go for it, bud. Because he didn't realize that we're going to do 30 (laughs) takes. (laughs) No, give me the couch. Give and the chair and my toothpicks. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Me. What do you mean? Carry a car. I'm, going again. I'm going to put a bike on. I'm go again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And his back. And I would go do some fucking push-ups, DL in between. Come on, buddy. Yeah. And I would say, no, I'm good. I'll just supervise. I'm good. And and because I knew that we were going to do. No, you just of- you got away with all that shit, and it's very funny. I'm good. So uh, big montage. Uh, Gemma's missing Nero, and now we see Venus. So we know right away Venus is here. Venus is going to be a big part of this episode because she's in the montage. Yeah. Right. Coming in. Uh, and now we go to scoops and sweets. This was kind of a big deal for yep. us. We're trading our clubhouse. And Mayor Jeff is uh, Mayor Jeff, as I call him, is meeting with Jax. And this is also Hail, big- Hail Jacobs's name. And he Hail. was there all Jacob clean Hail. shaven, all clean shaven still clean shaven. But also okay. a big part here is Jax is walking up with Bobby. Bobby's fully back in the fold. Back in the fold. He's the new piney. He's he the new piney. He's the end of the table. He's the new piney. He's and and there's no like it went from like you thought Jax and him hated each other to right hand. They right can't hand. wait to hug each other right all day long. He's the new piney. That's a great comparison. Yeah, he's the new piney. He's the voice of reason. Yeah, he's the That's motivator. It. That's it. Okay. 
Well, they talked this charming heights thing, which I got to tell you something, even after six and a half seasons in, I still don't know what the fuck's going on with charming heights. I'm so glad you brought this up because I went, I wrote down, this is actually, and I hate exposition. You know what I feel about exposition. Yeah, This is actually good exposition for all of us folks who need reminder of what the fuck is going on at the mayor's office and charming heights. We needed that because I've completely Does it ever get forgot. built? Huh? Does it ever get built? Not in our, not, not in our lifetime, no. Okay, I got to tell you something. If I'm not, you know, listen, I know a thing or two or a thing or three about business. You might want to abandon this project. It's been going on for a long time. <laughs> they shut it down. He talks about it. They've shut it down for now. But the next mayor, you never know. But he says they shut it down. But then he says six months in six months, you're going to have your contracts. So did they shut it down or not? I think they did. Okay. I think they did, but he's going to be gone. I think that's what he's he's talking about. He's going to be long gone as mayor. He's out. So good luck with the next, you know. But how does he know then in six months that they're going to be able to work on it? Uh, buddy. Who the fuck like, cares? Who fucking cares? Who fucking like, cares? Who fucking cares? Now that we're 222, it's not who cares. Who fucking cares? Okay. <laughs> 2022. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> and Jax just goes. We need to be here three months minimum. Three months. Three months. All right. And then we go to the new clubhouse, which is uh, we're ready to go. But before we get to there, Tara's giving blood, which this plays later. I didn't know what was happening. I thought she was doing it to give the court something. I had no clue. I didn't know. She knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah, I didn't. But at that point, when she's doing it, I'm like, why is she giving blood? Why is she doing this? And then Margaret comes in and is giving her this big talk. And and obviously something's cooking, but I was a little confused. I'm not going to lie. I had no idea what was happening. I'm a little confused. I wrote down this saying goodbye. I thought, so, is this it? Did we not see Margaret anymore? She came in to say goodbye. Well, that's not true at all. She had some arc on this show, by the way. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. I mean, really cool. She had a great arc. So... Uh, new clubhouse. Then we go. Uh, this was interesting. We have Patterson, Time Patterson, CCH Pounder with Nero and his lawyer. And she's giving him that deal. And I, it made me realize, by the way, also, and I, I always forget this. Jimmy Smith is a big dude. Oh, he's tall. He's yeah. wide. Wide, he's tall. Sexy as fuck. Yeah. Sexy as fuck. Big Thanks dude. God, can that guy act? I mean, holy motherfucker. He truly is the whole package. When when CCH goes, um, she says the word prostitute. Yeah, he jumps in there so quick and says escort. Fucking it's amazing. like you and me and all the club members. Oh, you were in a gang? Uh, uh-uh. club, club. It's not club. a gang. Yeah, it's not it's a club. Gang. Yeah, amazing. I mean, he's amazing. So all of a sudden we go. The new members are in. I always forgot about uh, Orlin. Uh, Can I just say one more thing, though? Yeah. In there, when when she leaves, I mean, Jimmy's really in a pickle jar. He's in a pickle jar. He's in a pickle jar now. Nero's in the pickle jar. What's he going to do? Is he going to talk or not? Is he going to stay in that pickle jar? What are you going to do, Jimmy? Nero definitely wins pickle jar of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly of this episode for now. Yeah. Let's put him in the pickle jar. We'll we'll let you know when he gets out, but he's in it. Yeah, he's He's in in it now. He's in it now. And we've all been in it. Nero's now in it. <laughs> He's in it. What the fucking do, Jimmy? So the new members are in. Uh, Rusty, uh, which is uh, Quinn. Yeah. Um, Montez. Yeah. Jacob. Jacob Vargas. Yeah. And then Orlin. Don't I forget Can't his last name. He's playing West. Is that right? He's playing Orlin West. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. They're all three fucking terrific additions, really. Really good guy, but then the real the real winner at the end there is our guy. Rapport. But before we get before we get to that, we need to tell everybody like when people think that Juice is going to walk up them stairs, it's sweet and whatever the fuck it's called, S- sweets and scoops, scoops and, and sweets. And then we cut to our new clubhouse. No, 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 no. That new clubhouse was a set that they built. On, on our location at our incredible fucking studio. That was our new, and we were in there a fucking shit ton, Theo. That's right. And, too much. And, and a little too much. A little too much for all much. of us. Yeah. I know. So, anyway, I just want to bring that up. I really missed. I got to tell you something. There was a moment I remember 
when I was watching this last night, I remember the show feeling really different when we were in that clubhouse. Really different. Chairs were gone. There was one, maybe. I think Charlie got his chair. Maybe Tommy. No one. That chair merry-go-round. All those fun days. They're over. Over. Now we're scraping chairs. Like now there's making sounds in the bottom. Do you remember you and I did some interviews inside that new clubhouse together? We did them for like IMDb and all that. I remember we were in there. We did them. Yeah. Together. And I remember just knowing like, oh, oh, this is ending. It's over now. Like we're, we're out of that old club memory we're in this new one. Like, you know, we're, it's over now. Like, you know, the show we're, we're on the downside. Here we go. We're racing to the finish. This is this new clubhouse and it's not the same, right? Perlman's not around and nope. nobody, you know, uh, Ryan's not around and Bill's not around. And, you know, all, a lot of, we had new writer. We had a lot of new writers. And our clubhouse is not around. Clubhouse isn't around. It was a whole different time, bro. Whole Beginning different. of the end, for sure. Beginning of the end. So, Rap Boy, uh, we get our new member. We get our new members, but more importantly, we get Rap Boy. Uh, Nero, I mean, uh, Nico comes in, and he's the greatest. So fun. It was so fun. That was such a fun day to fuck with him like that. We were at living in there, and he's get your ass up guy. here. Take your fucking cut off. He doesn't know what's going on. And I forgot. What his name was on the show? Did you hear that? Yeah, uh, Stromberg or something. Uh, George Scottstrom. 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 George. Of course, and, it's George. And Jax was his like uh, nominee or his. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he made it. Listen, if you really think about it, there were a lot of prospects. He made it. He made it. He did make it. He made it. So that's unbelievable for him, and must have been such a great feeling for Nico. Like when he read that script, I was thinking when he read it, how happy he must have been. So happy. So happy. Cause we didn't have to deal with that. We were all in, like we weren't prospects. Like that, that's, that's an amazing, like he's a guest star. And like, now, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be around. That's cool. Rat, I think Rat was in every single show now for the remainder of SOA time. I think After this. Yeah. Cool. It's perfect. Cool. So we go to August Marks uh, showing up at the warehouse to, and he gets to see Connor and them cut loose. Um, so I, I, but I found this weird. I gotta tell you, bro. I mean, what I, I, I know it's for writing. It's for the show. We get locations and stuff, but what the fuck's he doing coming out there? Like, like, I guess, he was, I guess was it a we, point? Was there a point to be made? And not only is there not even a point to be made, but I loved how he splits with his boys. Then we bring Connor out and the car mysteriously drives by and Jax goes, yeah, that's August. Mar-. They laugh. Yeah. What's, what's he doing cruising back so we can see Connor? Like what, what to stay there? So I thought there was, I, I had the only way I can justify the silliness of that whole thing in my mind was that it was planned for them to see each other. You like to have a Connor and August. Mar-? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was. But my point is, Hey, August chill. Coatsy, go get Connor, bring them out. There they are. And then he fucking splits. Why did they leave? Then we went to go get him. Then we're bringing Connor out. Then August, one car just goes cruising by. What? 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 Why did you leave in the first? Anyway, I found that really weird. You know, none of this makes sense. Didn't um, make any sense. So then Nero and Gemma scene and they talk Venus and Jimmy was extraordinary in this because it really showed the validity. He gets to play how high the stakes are on Venus's uh, mom and the situation without situation. saying it. Without and saying mom it. and his family, his familia. He said that about Venus. Right away. Vincent, right away. But like so he starts with saying, oh, you met my girl. Like, and you go, oh, okay. He's cool. He's kind of happy. He's like, you know, she's the best or whatever. And then once the mom's mentioned Nero's entire aura changes. And it's the, like, no, the, you, the you have shade, to go the help. Shades came pull, pulling right down. You talk about Joey. She has Joey. Now he yeah. lost it. And he, he almost fucking, like fights a guard over it. He like, almost he said, fights you a have, guard. Yeah. The guard went to grab his hand and said, Hey, because I got to tell you, in a few minutes, that fucking storyline gets dark. That's a dark, that's a dark fucking storyline. That's a 
dark fucking thing. Man. That's a dark fucking storyline. And I'm going to tell you, he played it without us knowing. So like, as you're watching it as a viewer, you go, wait a second. What's so bad about the mom? I couldn't remember. So I was like, oh, he's really fucking nervous about this. Right. And then, and then no, sick, sickeningly worried. And now sickeningly. And we'll, yeah, and we'll find out why in a minute. Fuck. Fuck. So then we go to uh, uh, Patterson and Roosevelt scene in right by my old house in uh, Eagle Rock. And why? Why did CCH take her wig off? Did I miss something there? I know she wants to go hood and yeah, she wants to go hood. So was she, was she just getting tired of the wig? Maybe. No, it was kind of representative in that scene of a long time ago where it was like it's time to go. I think she said it's time to go hood, sister. Where she was, yeah. like, I'm the, basically. For for lack of a better term, I think it's the gloves are off. Okay, gloves are off. Love it. Yeah. Keep going. Like the gloves are off and yeah. I don't give a fuck and I'm yeah. going to do whatever. And it shows in this scene. It's a perfect scene to talk about because basically she tells Borowski, I will make your life a living hell. Yeah. Um, and even Roosevelt is like, I can't control her. She's the DA. She can do whatever the fuck she wants to do yeah. or whatever she is. I don't know her official title. So. This is the line where I thought was absolutely brilliant. And I don't know if you know, and you probably do because you said it, but when Tig sees Venus, she's in scoops and sweets. And you say, maybe she's <laughs> just here for a banana split. Can I tell you that I think that's one of the fucking greatest lines I've ever heard? I so underplayed that. You can hardly even hear me. I no one, so- I bet you no one even got that. I so played it under everything. It was sort of like a little bit of the funny tig coming out. With concern. And with concern. Like, hey, hold on. Everybody calm down. Maybe she's she's probably here for the banana split. Like we've already talking. talked about how much she likes a banana split. And oh you know? God. I thought it was so no, no, that that, that, that whole fucking whip around that I do. It's a meme that like that whole whip around with the shades looking up, yeah. looking out. Like, is she really here? Like Oh, Very it's funny. fucking terrific for so many reasons. So, okay. And then here's, now we go to something that I didn't like that just happens. Gemma comes out. I want everybody to go back and watch this. Why is she so close to Jax's face? I thought they were going to kiss. Well, she's here. She's here. Thought, talking no, no. Me. And if you look at her eyes, Katie's looking at Charlie's lips. Why is she so I close? I thought they would start to fucking neck. What is going on? I don't know. But then on the reverse side, on his shot, she's further away. Well, was it lightning or something? She is a <laughs> half an inch. Maybe Paul Maybaum said, could you, instead of putting up a, a scrim, can you just, yeah. would you mind standing right there? Yeah, I know it's going to be and weird, guys, no, I'm but good. can you just get, I know it's weird. And if you just had coffee, it's even weirder. Are you going to get, can you just get like right in his face? Holy yeah. fuck. She yeah. is right in his face. Yeah, well, it's better than being skunked by someone on the show years ago. I mean, oh my god! I would have said no to that. Well, okay? you carry you. You've been. I don't know if you still do it. Do you still carry your Altoids with you everywhere? Everywhere I go. You know, I carry the pump. The Listerine. I'm that. Yeah, I'm the best smelling biker you're ever going to meet. There's no. I difference. hand my Listerine pump to everyone. Like yeah. if we're if we're in a scene and we're super close, I go, "Don't be offensive." Here you go. I lie all the time. I go, "You don't need it, but here, do you want yeah, one? just a couple and of squirts. You fucking need it, so put one in your mouth." Safety first. (laughs) (laughs) Safety first. Safety first. Always. Safety first, even with your rancid Uh, breath. Safety uh, first. uh, So. uh, (laughs) Not talking about anyone. Okay. (laughs) That shit comes up from the gut. That shit comes up from the gut. I don't think that people who have ferociously bad breath know that they have ferociously bad breath. <laughs> they don't. Well, they might know when the eyelashes of the person starts to disintegrate in oh, front of them. You know, they might know then. They might you know, know if they're on if their they go, face is on fire. Is my, is my breath off? And they get closer when they say, Is it off? How about get the fuck away from me and I tell everyone. Gargle a bit. No, I will <laughs> just for a second. <laughs> I tell everyone right away. First of all, here's the Jeez. worst combination Christ. of a human being on this planet. Are we all? No, go ahead. What? A close talker who has <laughs> rancid breath. If you're a, if you have rancid breath, don't be a close talker. <laughs> but why are they? It's like they're born that way. 
it's like they get right up in my face. Hey, man, how are you? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude, what is happening right now? You don't realize that that's coming from the depths of your no. bowels. And it's there coming was right a, out. There was an interview that I saw years ago, and then the actress should remain nameless, but it was live, yeah. like on a carpet situation with this gal interviewer. And she was interviewing, and he was very close, and they were talking about something. All of a sudden, you can see him burp. Ooh. And, she, and she just got, oh, no. It was, oh, so it was too late. No, it, it came baloney. right from the bowels of something yeah. out. It yeah. blew her face right off. Yeah. She couldn't hide it. He was apologetic. Yeah. And now I can never get it out of my It should have went in the toilet. Instead, it came out the mouth. That's exactly <laughs> what's going on. All right. No, no bueno. No fucking bueno. Oh, so God. there's a really close talking there. Um, but then they, they go, inside, go inside. Big Venus team. And Big I got to just say, I, I mean, you can talk more about it. You were you were right next to her. That fucking scene. And there's a little part where Tig puts the arm on the back. Oh, good. Good notice. Good pickup. I noticed it. Uh, I was following everything because, again, I think this is the origin. I know that Tig had this thing, but this is right where the closeness starts to come in, the, the contact and the, and the whole thing. But what an incredible scene, right? When you want to talk about respect of fellow actors in a Wolverine jackal type situation with all of us inside that sweets and fucking scoops. And then Walton Goggins comes strutting in with them boobs and shaved legs and accent. Everyone, everyone just takes their equipment off and everyone just sits there and goes, okay, this is going to be some acting. So no matter if you have one line, no lines, three lines, she, he, she, he will not let you not be in it or you're going to be an idiot. So from Charlie to Chibs to me to Katie, we all sat around the campfire and let Venus do her thing. And it was fucking spectacular because spectacular. again, and you bring this up all the time, brilliantly Rossi about how, I mean, we it's find nice. out more about her. And stuff in, in eight minutes than we do of me and Bobby in our entire six seasons of where we yeah. lived or where we came no. from. So when you are a guest star like this and you get given that kind of writing and you get the respect from all of us who were giving it easily because of the hard work Walton put into playing Venus, it was a good day at work. Really good day at work. Yeah, it really was. You made a good point there, too, about knowing so much about we. we I, I mean, it, it quite common, by the way, on uh, shows that the guests. So true, Ross. The guest, I, 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 before I did Sons of Anarchy, I probably did 40 guest stars on sure. TV shows. I was Mr. Guest Star and recurring on shows. Sure. And I always had the heaviest lifting. Like I would come in and do way more than the regulars were doing. And I remember a lot of the times the regulars being like, shit, this guy's got a ton to do, right? But that just seems to be something that happened. I think it's changing. I don't think that's the case so much anymore. I think that we're if if a show is a big ensemble, you just focus on them. But no, we no, were, I don't watch much. So me neither. Know, but, but we were caught it. in the mix. We were caught in that coming from that procedural world of like, you know, the law and orders, the NYPDs, where the guest stars did most of the work and you know, the regulars just kind of did their thing to but I got to tell you, on shows like The Sopranos, that wasn't true. They really did just focus on the 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 core of the people. Um, I don't know. We just didn't do that a lot. We did for a minute, and then we just really became about the guest stars and their lives and all that. We, we're um, in that right now, for sure. And we're in that, for sure. But terrific. She's terrific in that scene. So, um, okay. Uh, here's – this is where we go. Tara goes with the lawyer and – says something that again i'm confused of and i'm I'm maybe somebody can explain it later she says to wayne unser that she wants a restraining order correct on who i don't know we can guess maybe it's going to be Gemma. maybe it's going to be uh, but we don't know yet she her husband's a restraining order well we can guess everyone's guessing okay but she tells that quick and they kind of cut away. And at this point, I'm a little I'm at this point, I'm very confused about what's going on with Tara. And that's fine. Maybe that was meant to be to see what yeah, happens. I wrote down Tara needs a restraining order. Yikes. Yikes. And I'm just going, well, who, who? She doesn't say anything. That's going to come up later. All right. So then Roosevelt, Patterson and Borowski, yeah. uh, she wants to turn him 
Uh, here's what I don't get. Who directed this episode? Charles Barkley. <laughs> well, Paris, Paris, but Charles oh, Barkley. Right. Next question. Which is our code name for Paris Barkley. Right. So Borowski decides at the end of the scene, and I'm just talking a scene here, acting. It has nothing to do with the storyline. He decides that he's going to smash that table. Yeah. Throw the tape. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Actors make that choice all the time. Frustration. Whenever we read anger, sometimes we lash out. I have always found it silly, but what do I know? Especially after we've seen certain people on our show break their feet, kicking a wall. Um, <laughs> be left on. We shall remain nameless. Nameless. Numbskull. Um, okay. Here's what I don't understand. They did a separate shot of that table. So is that something, and you can explain this to me, did he do it in rehearsal or did it? And then they were like, oh, we're going to get that as a separate shot. That's exactly right. That's silly. And, and, but I, I'd like to know if before you, he did that or thought of that or, or, you know, I'll bet you something happened when the rehearsal was over or they had a couple of shots in and, and the two of them are walking out where, you know, Borowski just kicked something or, or kicked it. Yeah. And someone, I like that. I like that. Let's yeah, so, let's get that. Let's get that. But I would have liked to have known if Peter, because he's so fucking good. Yeah. I would have done the opposite. I would have not only not kicked anything. Never. I would have went for that thing that she didn't eat. I would have eaten the whole thing while I looked outside. Yeah. I would have eaten that whole. I said it was freshly baked. I said, we did it just for you. And you didn't even touch it. Not only I'm not scared of you. Not only am I dirty, because she says about you're a dirty fucking cop, yeah. but that's why I'm a dirty cop, because now I'm yeah. going to eat that freshly baked thing that you're too scared to eat. It's a great choice. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's a great choice, but it's a choice. Yeah, it's a great right? choice. It's a choice. And the thing also in me with the hitting thing, I never, in, in the hitting and the kicking and the whatever, whenever I've done it, it's never been planned. Well, that's that's right. It just happens. Like if I'm doing a take where I'm, super angry in that take then i might punch something you know knowing that everybody's safe and knowing whatever like a wall or whatever but i would never i would never do it in rehearsal you you and i've been enough of these uh to know that when we have the time and the money and the wherewithal they'll set up one or two cameras and they'll go then you can maybe pull this bookshelf down then maybe go to but we're just gonna you just we've got one take do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. And we'll cover you from, you know, but just don't hurt yourself. That's right. And those are the bad blood. I had an epic, epic thing where I kill Tony Napo in the show and it destroys me from the inside. And we had a scene where I went back to my apartment and I had no materialistic things that I cared about other than my guitar. And they literally, I just got, you saw me getting drunk, getting high. And they had cameras on, the doors were playing. And I walked around my apartment and I destroyed certain things. And no one, no one I certainly didn't know what I was going to. And I fell over a cup. The point is, if you don't plan shit, but you have a feeling and Great. you just go with your feeling and you have the cameras and the time to do it, nine times out of 10, that scene's going to look so organic and so real. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. Listen, Martin Sheen, Apocalypse Now. He wasn't supposed to cut himself. No. I mean, and then he's got blood and he's no. rolling around in his underwear covered in blood. Like, again, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that the planning of it kind of takes out the, no one plans to punch something. No one plans to kick. So I don't know. We just got off on a tangent. Yeah. No, no. Good, good. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Venus and the crew roll up. The mom is played by Adrian Barbeau. I believe her name is. Do you so know who good. she is? Do you know I, who she I, is? Remind me. So she was in Escape from New York, Creep Show, uh, The Thing, couple wow, of things. Wow, good for you. Huge seventy, huge seventies, eighties, huge bombshell. You know, always played badass, <clears throat> motherfucker. Um, incredible, so good. And all of a sudden, we get in there and the. Chase is on, right? Shit is crazy. And we're going to go into one of our, you know, we like these like Benny Hill kind of montage things where we're chasing and, you know. I actually wrote down ridiculous chase scene, but that's yeah. me. 
But what was fun about it? What was fun about it, Theo? Tig is fawning in the back of the car. Yeah, but you know, like really, would I do that? Like, I no pun intended, fawning. I remember, yeah, good for you. Yeah, but I remember reading that in the script, and I remember, I remember thinking that's a forced emotion. That I I, like that. Tig doesn't play by the rules, so I like it. Especially when she shot out the back window and like he's looking at her like, oh God. No, I know. Uh, I don't know. I I again I, I get what you're saying because it was written, and that's funny that you actually paid attention to it. Usually you wouldn't. Well, no, I mean, but Charles Barkley, who directed Barclay. Episode, <laughs> Barclay. No, Paris, Paris, I know I don't remember, but I know Paris. We've got to get that look in. Got to get that you know in why, it. right? I didn't have to tell why. Because they got the three scripts ahead of it. They know what's coming. And they're like, we got to lay the Good point. Got to lay the groundwork. Good point. Yeah, they have to. I didn't want to play the point, but good point. That's where they needed it. They need to play. It's like, I remember when I remember when we were doing uh, many, many episodes ago, it was when Bobby Juice and someone killed the Russians and we're all wearing toques or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. In the warehouse. Yeah. And Paris, Charles Barkley, again, was directing that. Yeah. And was he? I love it. Yeah. They kept doing this special shot on me. And they're like, listen, you're really messed up by this. And I was like, but why? 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 I was like, I'm sure Juice has killed people. They're like, no, 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 no. This is his first kill. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. They're like, and they had two cameras like right here. And I was like, I remember. And I go, okay. And I was like, I was like, do you want to tell me more? And they're like, no, no, no. We just need to see you like, really messed up because it was i think it was the end of season three or four or whatever three end of season three no end of season four i don't know doesn't matter who cares who the fuck cares it's 2022 um (laughs) and they needed that to play into the whole juice thing of like he's all fucked up and he's all whatever and they needed to do that so i think what they needed that truck stuff for was to build this tig Venus thing that was coming, which I'll know, take one. that. Okay. So answers with Wendy and the crew. Um, well, can I just say one more thing? Yeah. What the fuck are the cops? There is none. I mean, I just say, is there, is there no cops in there's this town? Nobody. Like it's a busy ever? street too. It's a busy street. It's a huge street and there's no cops and no we're hitting in guns. No one's on the beat. Help me. They took okay, off. Go ahead. They took off out to lunch. Um, <laughs> so answers with Wendy and the crew. I got to tell you something. Fucking Dayton Cali, man. This guy, seven years, had the easiest job on the planet. He's just hanging out. He's just hanging out. He never yeah. doing any stunts. Never. Stu- and he's good at it. He's, he's good fucking at hanging so out, good man. at it. He's just hanging out. Yeah, he's hanging and out that, makes a couple. And he's of so ins. fucking real when he opens his mouth. It's great. Everything comes out is so real. Oof. Yeah, because he got a lot of rest. Um, <laughs> So now Borowski and the boys, they come rolling up. Everybody's there. Come rolling up to this, you know, uh, fucking what? Let's call it a photo studio. And uh, this is when shit. Shit gets fucking weird, right? We've already known this. Venus has laid the backstory. But when it went to that photo place, that's when we realized that this is. Hated it. Hated it. I hated everything about it. I hated that that school shooting. I hated this. I, I hated this. I just turns my I hated this fucking stomach. Yeah, and I started. I go to that weird place. I just put my kids to sleep, and I put this on, and I was like, "Is there fucking places like this? Like, I know there are, and I know there's people doing weird shit like this." And I, but I don't want to be in a scene about it. I know, and it fucked me up. And sure. like, and, I, and no wonder, I, no wonder Jax is crying at the end of the whole spew. That well, that I'm going to tell anyway, you. We'll, we'll get, down. we'll get to that. But go ahead, big long yeah. spew, so Alice. They're they're taking in what this place is. Jax obviously on the show. Jax Teller having his kids and everybody. Everybody's seeing what this is. What yeah. what where they are, the validity of this place and 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 the and the darkness that's in. And it. going to your point back to Nero in prison, going, you got to get Joe. You got to get, get yeah. And that that urgency that he played yeah. that with. So and the kids passed out. So Jax is taking this all in. Fabio comes you, in, Alice and Alice. Yeah, Fabio, on. the old. Fabio, they're all there. Can I tell you something? 
This is such brilliant writing. Let me give it up here. Sure. Because the fucking writing is directed at Venus, but it's Jax is hearing it that it's him. Yeah. And he's taking it all in and fucking good on Charlie. Jax has got the tear. Yeah. He's getting fucked up. They're playing the camera more on him than they are yeah. Venus. Yeah. Adrian, Adrian, the, the actress is really hammering that fucking shit home. Yeah. Really hammering about that, what he'll think about you and what he'll be so disappointed and da da da. And I don't want to ruin the amazing writing of that speech. And then boom. Fuck. That was heavy. That was definitely called for. That was called for. That was called for. That was capital. You're in a show called Capital C. Capital C. Fucking called for 2022. Yeah, Yeah, called for. Alice, God, you're a good actor. Thanks for doing the show. You got to go now. Alice. You're you're behind all this shit. You got to go. And Charlie didn't give one thought. He's already killed 1,427 people by this point. Yep. And here's another one. And and Tig does the cleaning up of the walls of the blood. It got it all cleaned up there, Jax. There you go. Yeah. And even Borowski saying, like, I'll take care of the body. It'll actually be yeah. my pleasure. It'll be my pleasure because of be what pleasure. an evil, evil human being this, this person was. So uh, fucking great. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we go to Bobby and Gemma. Uh, we try to lighten it up. Um, Bobby says he's going to go. Do something. I don't know. Bake or something. I don't know. What he's he, no, he's going to start cooking on Sundays again. He's going to start yeah. doing the Sunday dinners. He's going to start cooking. And Wendy. Wendy is, shows up. Wendy's having a problem. She starts telling. She's having a problem what she's about to do. We can tell in her eyes. Something's going on. But she basically tells Gemma, you need to do this. You need to do that. And for a second, again, as someone, an audience member like me, who's completely confused of what's happening, I'm thinking, is she ratting? And telling the wrong thing, or is she telling her the fake thing? What's happening? I still, to this day, with it's being so fucking cold outside, and you with your cedar fever, it's freezing. I have no fucking idea if Wendy is just a really good actor right here, or she's really concerned because this whole plot of her and Tara and Margaret anti Jacks getting a divorce, fake. Kid in the belly. It's too much for me. I don't. It's too much. It's all too much. So help help me out. Kids in Sam Pham. Help me out. It's a lot of work. I mean, this is like a lot of work. This, this, this duplicity is like, there's a lot going on. Good work. Good work. It's a lot. Duplicity. Yeah. It's a lot. That fucking writing room, Rossi. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like this going all over that room, man. Yeah. Probably looks like the stock market. Like this is a lot. Amazing. Okay. So she plants the blood. The whole thing's the big setup. The blood is planted in her drawers um, yeah. and she slams herself into the table. Yeah. The whole thing is a setup. Wendy, you can tell, is regretting every second of it. Again, it's a lot to piece together here. Okay. So, so let's just go back a second. And you said Wendy's now regretting it, meaning what she told Gemma was honest then? No, that was false. That was false. Correct. So then why is she upset if Tara now? She played a part in it. Oh. She played a part in Gemma going (laughs) to prison. And she doesn't feel Gemma did anything wrong. Well, Gemma did a lot of things wrong. Of course, but we're not talking past. It's like she on this crime, not past crimes. All right. You know, it's like the honorary Oscar. It's like, hold on. Is it for all the awards? Like, you know, all the roles for exactly. Right. So this I think she's regretting it. And again, we see her in church later or whatever. Yeah. Jack shows up with the crew. Um. What a very stressful day for Jax, by the way. Uh, and and what's going on? He's got a lot going on here. Yeah. Killed somebody. His wife is bleeding or, you know, fake bleeding and, you know, all this stuff. Uh, whatever. Gemma's getting carted off. Wendy's feeling it. Um, I don't so think. So this I, is the, the, song, the song's playing now, right? Song's playing. Song? We're, we're at the tail end. Here we go. Juice so is, I wrote down, is everyone going to jail now? Does everyone go to jail? Everybody's going to jail. Yeah. It's going to become yeah. Oz. Yeah. Everybody's going to jail. 
Juice hasn't and, said and one word. Hang on, no, not one word, but hang on. And did you notice that there's, I counted, 97 cops there to take Gemma to jail. 97. Yeah, like she was on John the chase Casey. Up, on the chase yeah. them up, not one. Not the one. The gunshots, not one. You know but why? Damn it. We're going to have 97 cops taking Gemma to jail. They were obviously all at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> they all read the script and they all knew where to be. They all said, all right. guys, get to the hospital. I feel like something's going to happen. They all went to the hospital. Nobody was on the road. <laughs> um, and this is where Tig and Venus starts that hospital yeah. scene. Yeah. Nice little, nice little thing. Joey's going on the bus. I remember that night. Yeah. The no dialogue. Was- I knew it was a montage. So we did it. A, we did a couple of different things. I remember, I remember one, one, one fun shot for Charles Barkley. I remember we we already got it. We had it in the can. He says, you have one for fun. Well, I slipped that arm so down low that my hand actually went inside the left breast cup. And fucking Walton never broke, just hung out. So it's on some camera somewhere. And uh, I never broke either. We just I just had a nice little feel. I love and it. it was it was just a fun night to say goodnight. On. I said, OK, Walton. I'm, I'm out of here in two minutes with my makeup. You're there for about 45. Yeah. I love you, buddy. I'll see you to soon. get that out. And, and I remember that, that I've seen that image so many times of you two. Yeah. You know, that, that photo has been taken. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. And I love that. Um, so Jax is with Roosevelt, uh, Nero in the jail cell. I mean, I got to tell you what, a, that's a tough job for the two extras who got hired. I used to be an extra. That's tough. Like yeah, you get, that, you're, that. you're in central casting and they're like, Hey, good luck. Uh, good news. Good news. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. Oh fuck. Sons of Anarchy. That's the biggest show on television. Yeah. And you're in prison. Biggest show. Great. Oh, you're in prison. Fuck. Yeah. What, what are you doing? I'm, you know, I'm covered in tattoos. What am I doing? Am I kicking someone's ass or something? No, 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 no. You're going to be uh, under, you're going to be in a, a jail cell and you're going to be. Yeah. You're in the bunk bed. You're in the yeah. bottom part of the bunk yeah. bed and we're going to see your bottom and something else. And oh yeah. In fact, you're on top of somebody. All yeah. right. And and I, and by the way, I don't think it's willingly either. And it's like, <laughs> oh well, okay. So uh, do I get my SAG voucher? So for do this? I turn my face to the camera or not? Fuck. Hey, Fuck. mom, mom, I'm gonna be on Sons of Anarchy. You Wednesday. are. What are you playing? What are I'm you playing? I'm in prison. Oh. I'm gonna beat somebody up. I think, ma. Oh. No lines. Oh. We can't talk. Oh no. Oh no, mom. I just got the email. I'm actually not beating someone up. I'm. You know what, mom? Don't watch it. <laughs> Oh, why not? I love that show. Am I? You're on it. You're oh, gonna be on it. Tough. No, I'm gonna be in it. If you know what I mean, Mom. Tough. I, I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to talk to those two extras. Um, tough position. And and again, Juice only knows that because uh, Juice has been in that situation with a couple other extras many a times. And I remember when I was in, uh, which will come up in that hospital scene uh, with the guys who are extras that had to like. Yeah, you know, do what they did to Juice. I remember them just being like, they were, they were, they didn't, they were shell shocked. They were shell shocked. Yeah, I was. They were shell shocked. Yeah, that's a funny story. That I'll tell you one day. That's coming um, okay. up. So Tara has to go. Um, she's talking to Jax, and she just wants out. And okay, so, so I, I gotta say though, yeah, and 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 you'll have an answer because you always do. Yeah. Tara right here is lying and lying, lying, lying and lying, lying down. And so she makes Jack Jack's promise that Gemma will never be around their kids again. And and, you know, that whole team Gemma, team Tara, team Tara, team Gemma. Like, I don't know, bro. I I just sense the audience must have been so team Gemma right there. I don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you, and I don't know either. I don't know what he was signing. I don't know what was happening. I don't know what those papers said. I don't know. And the truth is, I don't care because I don't know who the fuck cares. 2022 um, is, is uh, there was an amazing shot through the blinds after Roosevelt looks at Gemma to end the show. You have the blinds in frame and you just see her face and you see her yeah. go down. Yeah. And it's a wonderful, wonderful cinematic shot yeah. to end the show. And then that's Paris. It. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. That's it. Now we're off. Show's over. Okay, look, we just talked for an hour and a half. Bro. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I gotta hang like, out. what the fuck are we doing? Are we starting to, are we going to start 22 like this? Is every show going to be two hours and 20 minutes? Like, we can't do that. 
Um, no. Too well, much fun. first of all, we didn't hit record until later. You and oh I- no, we got to do it not- again. No, we don't get no meaning that we we did record the episode, but you don't realize that you and I talked for about forty minutes before. I know that's why it took an hour and a half. That's why it took an hour and a half. So I got welcome go. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. back welcome, welcome back. Do you remember that show at all? Yeah, we talked about it. I know, sure. but do you remember Horseshack? You were, you were like, yeah, fuck yeah. He was funny as shit. You, and he, he, that would have been you. I would have played Horseshack. You, that would have been you, but you were 10. Yeah, you were yeah, eight. I definitely would have played Horseshack. I'm surprised they haven't brought that back, too. I love up. you, buddy. I love you, too, buddy. Hey, uh, now we, we got to go. To, we got to do something for Patreon here now, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, bro. we're about to go do a quick theory. I'm going to go. Love we'll, you. We'll come back. See love you in a minute. You. Get out of here. Goodbye. Get out of here. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T-H-E-O, small R-Y, capital P-O-D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example. Um, and let's keep making a difference. All right. All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay, starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So. Shout out to the entire theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up, um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.